Hey, what's happening? This is your host, Tinto. And before we get into this weekend's episode, I'd like to give a special shout out to everybody that got me coffees, starting with you currently deactivated. Now, both you and I know that this is not the first time you've given to the podcast, and I want to give a warm thank you to you for continuing to support me so much. Uh, and then next up, we've got someone who chose to be anonymous, another generous contribution. Thank you very much for supporting the podcast. And last but not least, we've got Yemurai, another generous contribution. And I just want to say thank you uh, to all of you for making this year so special for the Feeling Station podcast. We are here because you have supported us the whole way. If you'd like to support the podcast in a similar manner, please head over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash feeling station and give as your spirit leads. Remember, there is nothing that is too small to support the podcast that you've grown to love. With that out of the way, let's dive into this weekend's episode. The episode you're about to listen to contains graphic descriptions of physical abuse that you may find disturbing. If discussions of this nature are likely to trigger you, I strongly recommend that you do not listen to this episode or the series in full. All up in my feelings, I'm all up in my feelings, yeah. Right, so last time we spoke, you just told me that Jack um, was now talking marriage and he was talking about going to Bible school. Mm-hmm. Which was a radical change because initially he didn't want to talk marriage. He didn't want to do the whole of all that thing. And God wasn't really a part of the conversation we had earlier on. Yeah. So did he, did you guys get married? Um. So we made a plan. We started talking. I found out like, okay, started going about how do we do the whole Lobola thing? Because obviously, and I, my tetes, they're all in Zim. Tetes being your aunties. Yeah. Yeah. They're all in Zim. So they, I couldn't. I didn't know how who exactly I had to go to in he, like here. Um, so I went to my mom's sister for advice. Mm. And I got told that I needed to go to uh, one one grandma. Yeah, one of our grandmas. Um, she's my mom's dad's brother's wife. So we went to her. Mm. Don't ask us like and yeah, it was something. And she was like, uh, you wear earrings. You're even chewing gum. She was on his case. like Mad thing. It was mad. So you wear earrings wasn't for you. It was for him. It was for him. So, so the guy's wearing earrings. And she says, you Yeah, chew- she's like, you wow. wearing, you got earrings. Are you like, what's, what's up with that? Eee, okay. And she's like, you're even chewing gum in my house. And she gave him a tissue to take the gum out. It was embarrassing. Wow. I felt for him. Yeah, I really yeah. felt for him. Mm. Um. And the fact that he actually just kept his cool with all that, yeah, it made me even fall in love with him even more. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <sighs> like, oh my okay. God, you'd go through all that for me, you know? But oh then my... this is the guy who's also beating the daylights out of you. Yeah, we had forgotten about that. I'd just, well, I'd have forgotten about it, but you know, like I'd put pushed it at the back of my head, if you know what I mean. Um, so we talked, we, she was like, oh, so when do you think you want to do it? And he was like, November. And they were like, you don't get married in November. Oh yeah. Yeah. Culturally. Yeah. 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 So I was like, I was like, why? And they were like, oh, this, that, this, that, and explained the whole thing. Yeah. 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 And I was like, okay, cool. What about December? And they were like, Christmas. 
And I was like, okay, cool. What about January? And January like, disease. <laughs> That's what and then they were like, okay, January could work. Really? Plus, you know, hey, with January disease, yeah, think yeah, about exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, so that's when they get their coffers filled exactly, up, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> like, bit, okay. A lot of people in my family were very much against it, but they were like, you know what, if this is what she wants, to, she wants. So what were they against? You As, guys getting married? Yes. For what reason? They were like, it's too quick. Too quick? How you guys have been together for over a year? We had been together for almost two years. So, f- two years? Yeah. So, so how is that so too quick? So we fast forward. Yeah. So how is remember. that too? So how is this too quick? Because I think because they hadn't no, they didn't, there was, they probably had that gut feeling that I was having as well. So they're just trying to make any excuse to prolong it. Wow. Okay. That was what, that was what I got out of it when I did look back at it and mm. like, you know, like why were they saying all these things? So, um, so yeah, we fast forwards and, um, I start uni before him. He's, he applied to uni for Bible school and I start uni before him and yeah, everything is going good. So he's quit his job that he was working stuff. And so we're now fully living together now. We're like fully living together because he's now living, moved in completely. We're now, you know, cohabiting. So this guy has moved into your place. Yes. Already he's starting on a back foot. Mm-hmm. Why did you allow that to happen? Because I thought, you know what, we're getting married. We're starting a future together. So, you know. Yeah, I get that. But he's starting on a back foot and you're enabling him to start on a back foot. I know I did enable him. But at the same time, like I said, love is like love makes you stupid. Do stupid, stupid things. And that was one of the stupid things. Because like right now, if I was to meet someone, I don't think I would do the same thing. If a guy was to say like, oh, we like, let's live together. I would say like, you know what? Let's find somewhere where you exactly. know me are comfortable with. Exactly. And we live there. Or I will come and live with you. Exactly. But for you to then come and live with me, that is a big ass no, no. But you see, I have to be careful how I position this because I know I have people listening to this who will say, Tinto, it doesn't matter whether he came to live with you or you went to live with him. First, but, it, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I, I would think that as well. But at the same time, it was wrong in the sense of like, um, I have all these responsibilities and are you coming then to take some of the responsibilities? Because while we're in the relationship, you haven't really taken on those responsibilities. Mm. And if it was so serious to that point where, you know, like you were thinking about getting married, you would have taken up some of those responsibilities from yeah. me yeah. to say like, you know what, we're building a future together. Yeah. You save your money for something or you like use your money for whatever, whatever. And I'm going to take on this responsibilities because this is about our future. Um, so it depends on the situation, I guess, and this relationship. But personally, and this is just me personally now saying I wouldn't want a guy to move in with me. I would rather move in with a guy. Yeah. And that's always been something that I was very strongly about. I was felt very strongly about. But in that case, I kind of disregarded all that. Like even my past relationship, um, this he kind of moved in with me, but in a way that was very 
I don't know, like tactical. But as soon as I realized that was what was going on, I, I had to cancel it. But with him, it was different. Mm. Because I thought, we're having, we've got a future together. We're getting married. We're going to get married. Come on. Like, we've, we're going to do the Rora thing and everything, you know. We're going to be, you know, mm. one. Mm. So this is a starting point. So it's okay. He's already here on weekends. So why look for something else when I already have a, house, a place to live? Mm. So, you know, you know, fast forward around November time. Um, my uncle passes away and like I said, I don't know how to deal with things. And he, um, cause I was, I didn't, I, the way I reacted is not how most people would react. And I couldn't cry. I just zoned out. If you know what I mean? Like literally zoned out as soon as I was told and I was like, I need to go. And he was like, what do you mean you need to go? And I said, I need to go. And at that time, I, I, I called my brother and I said, what time are you leaving? You haven't, he, he hasn't said to me, I can, I'll, you know what, I'll take you or anything. Mm. He hasn't offered. Mm -hmm. He wanted me to ask him to take me. I didn't clock this on at that time mm. until later on. And I'm like, you want me to ask you? I've just told you, like, my uncle has passed away. This is someone I was, I was close to as well. Mm. Because I looked after their kids, like, and you know, both their kids when they were young. So I spent a lot of time with him. Yeah. So for you to want me to ask you rather than you offering... What are you trying to say exactly? Yeah, yeah. You don't care. That's what, in other words, you don't really give a crap. Um, so he goes to me, why are you calling your brother? And I said, because I need to go. And he's like, but I'm here. What, what are you trying to say? And I was like, you haven't offered. So what am I supposed to, uh, should I just assume that you're going to take me? He's like, yeah, but you can ask me. So we had a bit of an argument there. And I was like, okay, cool. Are you going to take me or not? I was like, oh, he took me. Mm. Got there. And then he's there. He's like, oh, because obviously I got there and my aunt is a very emotional person. Mm. And me, if I see, if like, you know, when there's certain people who know how to get those emotions in me coming to come out. And she's one of those people. So she came, when she saw me, she just came and hugged me and started crying. And I just lost it. So you can imagine all those emotions I was holding on all that time while he was sick. Yeah. It all just came, came out. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole night, I like, you know, I was just sitting by the stairs holding on to my daughter. And I could, I didn't want to let her go. I I just I just needed to feel safe in some way mm. because it had been me and her for so long. So as long as I knew that I had my daughter, I was fine. So I didn't want to let her go. And even when my mom was like, 
you know, go and put her to bed. And I was like, no, 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 she's fine right here. She's fine right here. Yeah. They didn't understand. It was a source of comfort for you. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then he kept calling me. He's like, oh, come outside. And I'm like, all the other women are inside the house. Why am I going to be coming out? He's like, oh, I want to go and sleep. And I'm like, okay. It's a funeral. What do you want? What do you want me to do? He was like, oh, let's go to my uncle's house. And I was like, you can go to your uncle's house. I'm going to stay here with mm. my family. Yeah. You know, you need the comfort and you need to provide support yourself. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, he was yeah. like, no. Mm. In that case, you know what? I was, we, we can sleep in the, in the car. Ah. Honestly. This man slept in the car. I, I, I went and... Um, to check if he actually had slept in the car. And my surprise, he was actually sleeping in the car. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I just went in the car and I just, you know, I just had to put my head down for a bit because, like, you know, I, it was, there was so much happening in the house. I just needed somewhere quiet. Um, so, obviously, we couldn't do the whole marriage thing too early, like beginning of January, we then ex- like you know Mm-mm. moved it to end of December, end of January. Um, end of January we did our traditional lobola and everything. Um, and then a week is it a week or two later? A week later, my uncle's sister passed away. No way. Yes. And um, some of you might know, uh, she's the one that uh, her husband killed her, little Ben. Lord of mercy. Yes. I, and, I, I remember that story. And I was like, you know what? I have to be there for my family. He didn't like that. When I'm, when I'm a family-orientated person, and with him, I became less family-orientated. Um, now, now, is this because he's got very he's limited got, small family or but why is he like that it's because like he doesn't have that kind of relationship with his family his family is so big because his dad has so many wives so there's so much fighting and arguments in his family mm. so each to their own mm-hmm. so that's what he's used to each to their own so he's used to just isolating himself from everything and now and he's just done, doing him now he's trying to isolate you so, so that you'll become like him yes mad thing and um i was like this is one woman that i was actually out of my uncle's siblings that was the one woman that i actually did get on with and not to mention like not long before that when i saw her at the funeral she was like, you really need to come to Birmingham. We can go out and just, you know, go out for lunch or something. It's been a very long time because I grew up seeing her. So it had it had been a while since I'd actually, you know, had any, any done anything with the family. Yeah. Because of like, you know, I was concentrating on my new relationship and my new family that I was building. Mm. So, um, so I was like, I need to go. And then the whole thing started again. And I was like, it's okay. So my mom was like, she wants to go, but my dad was going to work. So he couldn't come. So I I was like to him, are you able to take me and my mom? Because now it's just me and my mom, isn't it? Mm. And he was like, okay, cool. I have to ask. Not him offering. I had to ask. 
But by now you clocked that this is how he likes doing things. He likes mm-hmm. to be asked. Okay. He wants to have that authority of, you know, that power yeah. to say, I can say no. Um, fast forward, you know, we go to the funeral and everything. And there, like, he's like, oh, I don't like food that's just cooked by anyone. Because I don't know what they've put in the food. Excuse me, but you are the same man who likes cooking stuff. And how are the people you're cooking for meant to guess what you've put in the food? Do you know what I mean? My guy. <laughs> I think he's the worst person to be making that kind of comment because he loves cooking. So if we all sat behind and said, oh, we're not going to eat your stuff because we don't know what you put in there. Yeah. You know, how is he going to feel? How does he even have the legs to stand on to say something he like that? He always said, like, you know, whenever he went to, like, funerals, his um, grandma would always have something for him in a little lunchbox or something like that. So, you know, he never ate at funerals or large gatherings or even if it was a party. And I was like, well, you've DJed at the parties and I've seen you... Yumming on that exactly. Like, I even have proof of you pictures sitting mm. in the corner, like you know, digging in. Man's dodgy. And he's like, Oh yeah, but I knew those people that were cooking, so like the people that I know. I'm like, okay, cool. So here I am, like I'm now making him something to eat. Fresh. Yes. I oh no, wait. Then wait, 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 Kanye, Kanye, just wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Kanye, wait, I told wait you, Kanye minute. is wifey I, material. Yeah, She's yeah, wifey, wifey material. material. But so she wants to make her man happy. I, <laughs> but what's also happening, right, is this guy is getting you to do a lot of stuff that is outside the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And also doing stuff that is out of the ordinary by not treating you like a woman should be treated. We won't go back to what happened in the previous episode, but you mm-hmm. know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So how does that add up? Because I thought like this is gonna be my husband, so this is my is actually this is my husband. I so, need to submit to him. So now all of this is being driven by the prospect of becoming a wife. Is that I'm correct? I'm a wife now, so I need to. It's a honeymoon phase, so whatever hubby asks, hubby hey. gets. You see, this is a totally different version to the Kanye that got onto the podcast right from the onset, right? Mm -hmm. Because the first thing you said to me was, he saw you at that party and your friend was like, oh yeah, my brother will see you, blah, 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 blah. And then he said, can I take you home? And you're very quick to say, no, I don't trust Mm -hmm. men because I have a strong will. I'm not going to get into your car. I don't know who you are and men don't take no for an answer. So very strong willed. You are not sounding strong-willed right now at because, all. Yeah, because you. So with everything that's happened emotionally, it's affected me, and I'm now vulnerable, and I'm now more like a puppet. Because I'm so in love with him. Because obviously he sees that I'm so in love with him, I would do anything for him. So what's happened to your strong will? It's been dissolved by love. Yes. Is that what love does? that's why I say like you know like for me that's why I'm now the thing that I say is like love is a dangerous thing love love is 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 bliss it's something that is wonderful but it can also be very dangerous because you can lose yourself in love and I lost myself in love I in what I thought was love anyways wow 
Did you ever imagine that would happen to you? I never thought it would happen to me. And my friends never thought that would happen to me because I've always been this strong-willed person where hmm. even some guys are, are scared to approach me. They approach with a caution because I will bite your head off. But this guy, even my ex had to, um, he commented, he sent me a message once. He's like, what's happening with you? Yeah. And you know, and you know, the weirdest thing is this is not even a guy who was your type. He wasn't. So it's like you're going against everything that defines you as Kanye. Mm -hmm. And this is all because of love. Yeah. So there's a saying that goes, you only love once. Yeah. Is this the guy who you feel you loved once? I loved him. I was, I was head over heels in love. I was all in, all in. Do you know what the funniest thing is? I still don't get what you fell in love with. I don't know. Because, even now to this day, if you ask me, I don't yeah, even know be, who I Because in love with. one, he's not your type. Mm -hmm. Two, he's been physical with you. And three, he flirts with anything with a heartbeat. And four, he's got three baby mamas, one of which you discovered by accident. Mm -hmm. And five, he's got girls left, right, and center. And you're still like, this guy is my world. If if there was a person with Red flags flashing at them <laughs> left, right, and center. It is you. I know. Like, You're not colorblind, right? I'm not colorblind, but you know, that's why I say like love is blind because you don't see all you. I, and I, you know what? Now that I, like when I look back at it, I see it. I'm like, Kanye, no. what was you thinking? Yeah, like, but, I slapped oh, okay. my, do you know what? I slapped myself at one point. Yeah. Like I looked in the mirror and I slapped myself very hard. Like I left a mark as well. It was quite a painful slap, but <laughs> because I was just you, like, you, needed you are to do so that. stupid because that, that was the moment that I came to my senses. I'm going to ask you the question that I hate to ask, but love to ask at the same time. Was it the sex? No. So what was it? You that's said that you said that so confidently. So if it's not the sex, what was it? That's what I'm saying to you. You Is it wouldn't the charm? understand. You wouldn't understand because like the way I fell in love with this guy, I even I even don't understand it. Like my friend the other day, my friend actually said to me, um, Which means that you've been given, for those who don't understand, Shano, just basically saying that you were given a love potion that's got you mesmerized. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Technically, that's what my friend was like because it so, doesn't make sense. We we literally stood, like sat for like we had a conversation for four hours. We talked about this. You see, and she was like, "It doesn't make sense." And I was like, "I know it doesn't make sense." It's funny. It's funny now that I'm thinking about it. This is the same man who says he doesn't eat food. Who I mean, from people who he doesn't know. Mm. So what would have stopped him from putting stuff into yours to confirm Gudwagaji's? I don't, you know what now that you say mm. Mm -hmm. so it, does it come from a family that's um dodgy as in as in they do spiritual one stuff of his you, you know juju does. one of type. his aunties does. so one of his aunties does juju ah uh, maybe when i went to his parents <laughs> house i never know my I'm guy sure. you child juju because your behavior <laughs> is not normal <laughs> see my love of food gets me into trouble and isn't it funny that it's it's, it's love it's food that you love and it's, it's potentially food that's got you in this situation <laughs> hey i'm gonna stop pulling you i need to i, need, I think my <laughs> 
from this day forth, my guy, please find a new love. Let it not be food. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot leave food. Me and food, uh, one. Okay, another one is going to enter your system and give you the same, <laughs> the same choo-choo that she can't run away from. God forbid. God forbid. Ah, okay. My red flag radar is very much up nowadays. Well, I hope so, because and I'm with the number of red flags you've been dished. I would be disappointed if your radar wasn't on point now. To be honest, I've come to a point where, like, what well, I think that that is also one of the good, like, what one good lesson from this as well. It's good to have good friends around you. Yeah, yeah, I lost yeah. a lot of friends, mm. but like now my circle is very small. Yeah, but those I know, those are my true friends because no matter what, they stuck around. I wouldn't talk to them for like ages, mm. but when shit hit the fan, I will tell you now. Those were the people that were calling me. Morning, afternoon, night, making sure that I'm that okay. you're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I tell you, like my friends would be sending me money to buy nappies, to buy this, buy me food, and all that stuff. Like mm, mm. those were my ride or dies. Like if anyone, like if hey, if I get married again today, yeah, I invite yeah. you to the wedding. My bridesmaids, you just see a whole no, train of bridesmaids. You just know these are the these are the real friends. Yeah. These are the real friends. Yeah. <laughs> so you said if you get married again, I'm gonna because I'm looking at our time. I'm gonna jump forward and and conclude. You guys got married. We got married. We we did, we had our white wedding. So you actually went the full works at a white wedding. Yes, we had the white wedding. But before that, but I have another. Before the white wedding, mm-hmm. we yeah, like the white wedding happened two years after. So so you did the, the traditional. So you did the traditional wedding. We wanted to do it. Um, did you do it in January as you as you had planned? No, we did we did it in September, beginning of September. That's a whole nine months, eight months later. Mm. Yeah, because because remember the initial discussion no, no, no. was let's do November. They say culturally you don't do it. No, we did the December traditional January, and then the white wedding we did it uh, two years oh, okay. in September. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. And um, but before that, this is a very important, a very very important part of the story, mm-hmm. and then we can obviously jump to the conclusions. Right. Um, the rest we can just quickly summarize. Um. When I, we did the traditional marriage, soon after, I found out that I was pregnant. Ah, which is what happens when you guys are doing hanky-panky. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and and what happened to that double protection you're talking about? You, I, you I removed got, it, obviously. I had removed it, okay. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this um, is because you are now traditionally your husband. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know. But, sorry, he's got three kids already. And you have just the one. Yes. So we're about to become mummy number four. Did that ever play on your mind before you made the decision to remove whatever contraceptive device you had? It did. It did, but I was, I thought I was like I was ready to have another child. I wanted another child. With him. Um or with anybody who could give you a child. I always said once I got married, I wanted to have another child. That was me. So how did it play out in your head that there's three others out there and three other women who are still a part of this equation because he wants to be a better dad, as you said he wanted to be? Mm. So how did that play out in your head? I didn't I didn't really think much about it because I was like, he's a good dad. He'll make a good dad to our child. So, you know, yeah. Okay. So bear in mind, this mu- guy... I didn't mu- think much of it. So honest. bear in mind, you once um, listened to his conversation in the bathroom... Where he was saying, okay, when are you ready to have me back? 
And you also listen to you read texts from I, his white I girl. I put all of that behind me. I put it in the back of my head. Like, what? Because of love? Yeah, I packed this in a box and I just hid it. I just tried not to think too much about it because I wanted to just focus on the future. And you know, like I said, I was, I was in, I was in honeymoon phase. I was happy. I was enjoying. I was living in the moment. I was enjoying the moment. Had had all the flirting with the other girls stopped? The flirting, I wasn't seeing it because you know, you know what they say when a woman is happy, she does not have any reason to look. Anything, or was one of those cases where you didn't want to look in the rubbish bin because you know you'd find trash? It's a bit of both, a bit of both. I didn't want to ruin what I was feeling, I wanted to enjoy that moment, so I didn't want to look too much into anything. And which is what a lot of women do, to be honest, because you're happy and you don't want to ruin it. So, are you really happy though? Are you really happy though, or you're just avoiding becoming unhappy? I'm avoiding being becoming unhappy. Now, my question is, why are you avoiding becoming unhappy? Because I want this. Because it's something that I've always wanted. I've always wanted to be a wife. I've always wanted to get married. I never thought I could get married. I never thought that anyone would want to marry me. Especially like, you know, with the stereotype of like, you know, you had your child at a young age and like all these things. And yeah, I didn't think that, you know, anyone would want me or would want to marry me because like there's this whole stereotype that you know guys just want to use single mothers and you know nothing else they don't want nothing else but sex from them so when someone was there like wanting to more than that especially after he didn't want that the fact that he had changed his mind I was like I am special I felt special because he was like um um I'm sat here being a bit suspicious about that and I don't know whether this is going to come further on in what you're going to tell me mm. but this guy has been with three women mm-hmm. and they all have his child I'm inclined to think he said the same thing about marriage to each and every one of them no how confident are you of that I had conversations with them he was engaged to the one that he used to live with when we first met. He was engaged. Yeah. Um, but he never had any... He did it just to make her happy because she wanted it. So Okay, so he's done that bit. But now remember earlier on when we're talking about the white girl with the heart on the profile picture. Mm-hmm. And then you rung her up. He says, we are talking marriage. Mm-hmm. So he's had the marriage conversation there. Mm-hmm. So... This guy is not being entirely truthful by saying I don't want to have marriage or blah 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 because he's, he's not, having he's he having this conversation that, with other women. Because obviously she was a single mother as well, and you like, I think he was saying things to make her happy. I'm not making excuses for him or anything, but I'm just so I'm, I'm trying to look at it from every single angle. So what would stop him saying the same thing to make you happy? Because I never, I never pushed it. I always told him I was straight when. Like, if I find someone who actually wants to marry me, I will leave you. So maybe that's what pushed him to say it. But the fact that you're actually taking money away, and because that's, that's also why he was into Caucasian women, because he said, like, you know, they come for free. What does that mean, that they come for free? You don't have to pay Lobola, do you? No. Exactly. They come for free. Wow. Mad. 
So the fact that he showed, for me, it depends what you define um, Loboyla to be. Because to me, Loboyla is a sign of respect to your parents. And also showing your parents that, you know what, I can look after your daughter. She's in good hands with me. Mm. That is the meaning of Loboyla. But obviously people now take it out of context. They, As in like, oh, they want to just uh, take money from the husband. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a sign of respect. And for him to show that respect to my parents, obviously, yeah, you know, the love is getting... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, well, let me bring it back again, just because I mentioned where our, our time is. So um, you, you now have the, the, the wedding in September. Before that, there was something that happened. Mm. So obviously the pregnancy and, um, I, and we, we sat down and he was like, but I don't think we're in a good place to have a baby right now. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, for him to say that, it means that he's not ready. He doesn't want this baby. So why is he having sex with you? When I look at it now, I'm like, but the reason why people have unprotected sex is to have children. Yeah. So or, why are you going to go exactly? And have... Or if you're avoiding having a child, make sure you do stuff to avoid a child. Like pull out quick if your pull out game is strong enough. <laughs> yeah. So you know that happened, and I was like, so why should I go and have an abortion then? And he was like, if that's what you want, but I knew that's what he wanted. So. I thought I actually thought about it, and when I had my appointment with my GP, my doctor, to you know, to actually do that to organize the abortion, um, I found out that there was no heartbeat, so I'd had a miscarriage, and these times I'm thinking I I was actually starting to get attached, thinking. But I want this baby. This is something that we've made. I want a baby. I've been wanting a baby. I want my daughter wants a little brother or a little sister. I want this. I want this. And when I'm told that there's no heartbeat and then told to refer to a hospital and all that stuff and found out I had a miscarriage. Fast forward a month, like a couple of weeks later, um, obviously they're like, it needs to happen. Let it happen naturally. And it was not successful naturally, so I had to go to um, go and have an op done. And when I went to get my op done, he had, um, I couldn't wake up from the anesthetic. And I could, you know, like when you just see white. I could hear voices. Mm. I could hear them. Mm -hmm. I could hear everything, but I couldn't open my eyes. I couldn't move my body. I couldn't. Like, how do you, like in Shona, they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt right at that time. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't move. I couldn't open my eyes. Nothing. All I could hear is them talking. And then I finally woke up and I'm like, what was what happened? Mm. Because something happened, but it just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, they called me in because they couldn't wake you up. They thought maybe if I spoke to you, you would wake up. Ooh. These times. Jack? They called Jack? Who yeah. did they? Wow. And um, he, um, the worst thing is, 
And then he was like, I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, did you call my mom? And he was like, she doesn't need to know. Nobody knew, apart from one of my friends from uni. One of my friends from uni knew that I was pregnant. Wow. And when I had the miscarriage, like when they say to go natural, I still went to uni and everything, made, made everything like what everything was normal. I told them what had happened. I told like my small circle, like yeah, yeah, yeah. what yeah. had happened, that I'd had a miscarriage. And they were like, you know, yeah. they were helping me out, you know, and all that stuff. And they were like, take time from way out of uni. And I was like, no, no, no. I'll get behind with too much and I don't want that. I really need this. So they helped me. And fast forward, when the op happened, the day that I went home from the op, he took me home and he got ready. Told me that he was going to go get me food. He asked me what did I want. I was like, I don't mind. I don't want any, I want anything because I didn't think he was... And then he said, he's, he bought me food, he came back with the food. And he's like, I'm going. And I'm like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to my friend's house in Peterborough. I'm like, eh? I've just come out of hospital. So you're just going to leave me on, your own, on my own? He was like, you're fine. You don't need me here. And I was like, I do need you here. I'm in pain. He left. And fast forward a couple of hours, he didn't speak to me like most of the night. I was just there on my own. They have no one to talk to. I couldn't talk to my friends. I couldn't talk to my family. Isolation. Because they didn't know. And yes. Andy already said, they don't know, they don't need to know. Yes. Because hmm. obviously if me being pregnant, it had happened before, Chi. The wedding. The daughter. So this is probably that that thing to, you're talking about. My, say in my in my culture, in my, my my what my like in our culture, my what my grandma would say, if it happens before the day of the Rora, you have to pay damage. And remember, you had made a promise to your mom that you this wasn't going to happen again mm -hmm. outside wedlock. Yes. Jesus. So there's that as well. And fast forward, he comes back the next day in the afternoon, and I'm like. You didn't even look for me. You just left me here. And he was like, I just needed time away. I sent his friend a message. And I was like, do you see what your friend is doing? He's left me by myself at home. I'm not well. And he's gone and he's not even picking up his phone. I don't know what I've done wrong. Yeah? I don't know what I've done wrong to him. Why is it that, you know, he's doing this? Why is he doing this to me? If he doesn't want anything to do with me, he should just tell me. Mm. Comes back and then um, he's like, oh, I just needed some time away. I needed some space just to deal with things. And I was like, okay, cool. Next morning while he's bathing, I don't know what made me, but something in me just went on his phone. And I saw messages from a girl that he used to talk to and say that he was his friend. And, and the, I didn't, like, before I even opened it, the first message that, like, you know when it shows on the front? Yeah, the preview, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it yeah. just, it said, like, I love you too. 
I'm like, mm. so I opened it and he had written a message to her about after last night, I, I feel like I love you a little bit more. You're really special. That broke my heart. I asked him about it and he said, oh, it's just a friend of mine here, da, 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 da. Yeah, but, but, and I was like, no, you slept with this woman. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no, do you know what? I'm done with you. I am done with you. We didn't talk for like, and then I was starting placement the Monday. Yeah. And, and all of this is before the September wedding. Yeah, this was way before, like about a year before. And um, I was starting placements. And when I went to my placement, a guy showed interest in me. Mm-hmm. I've said to this guy, like, you know what? Me and you, we're done. Yeah? No more. Me and you? Mm-mm. But hang on. Isn't he, the one who's, isn't he the one who said we're done? No, I've said, I say to him, I can't do this. If you're, if you, you, how can you leave me when I need you the most? Yeah, but l- literally a minute ago, he just said, he says, I can't do this, I'm done. No, I said, that's oh, what oh, I, oh, that's oh, what oh, I that said. Oh, that was you said. <laughs> that's what oh, I do, said, that's what you, Kanye said. Right, okay, so I missed that completely. Apologies for that. That's what I said. So you said, I'm not doing this, I'm not ready to do this. Yeah, okay, cool. I can't do it anymore. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you can't be there for me when I need you the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, yeah. you know. Mm. And I don't have anyone else to talk to. He's like, but you can talk to my mom. I'm, like, I'm not in a relationship with your, with your mom. mom yeah. Mm. And I was just like, you know what? I, I just, yeah. I, in my head, I was done. So a guy at my placement showed interest in me. I told, I, I, you know, he was there. He comforted me while I was going through the whole, the whole thing of me actually coming to terms with the fact that I had lost a child. He can't comfort you without you telling him. I did. That's what I'm saying. I told him. Why did you tell him? But what is it that you saw in him? It's not that I told him in that way, but I was talking to one of my friends because I was doing my placement with one of my friends from from uni, was doing our placement together. So I was having a conversation with her and I started crying. Mm -hmm. And he was there. And then like, he was like, is everything okay? Mm. And then... Like literally, you know, because I just needed someone to listen. Of course, of course, yeah. I opened up and said, poured my heart out and told him everything. And he was like, you don't deserve this. And um, we started talking. And a week later, um, obviously I'm still not talking to to um, Jack, yeah. To Jack, and you know, we have we just we're living in the same house, but you know, we're not really talking. In we're not on talking terms. Yeah, we we cook and we eat, and that's it. Like one is there, one is there, doing your own thing. Because me, I'm like, Mm-mm, nah, we got. I'm I'm nah, me, I'm done with you. You need to find somewhere to go. Mm. Um, I'm talking to this guy, and I think he noticed that you know I'm spending a lot more time on my phone. He took my phone and he saw the messages Yikes. from this guy. I see what's coming. When this guy is telling me that, you know, telling me how beautiful I am. Oh. He's like, you know, you deserve so much better. I see what's coming. And yes, exactly that happened. He Jesus. hit me. He picked me up, threw me to the wall, threw me to the floor. Like, 
you think you know what they do in the wrestling yeah 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 that's how he was picking me up and throwing me on the floor literally um physically i could not control my, i i was hit to the point where i couldn't control myself anymore um i lost control i lost control and you know i was like can you please stop please stop you're hurting me you want to kill me you now and then i got to a point where i was like you know what just kill me already i was in that much pain have you ever been hit to the point that you actually pee yourself that's how bad it got i pissed on myself he didn't care he carried on i got a beating for a good 15 minutes jesus and the following morning i had to go to placement i i didn't sleep i left the house at 6 in the morning my placement was literally 15 minutes away from my house 6 o'clock i was up at 6:30 i was out of the house I got on the bus and I went to my placement. I got there an hour and a half early. Cuz I just didn't want to be at home. Lucky enough my daughter was with my mom. Cuz obviously I was going to uni. I didn't go back home that day. I said I told my friend what had happened. Mm. Because she could see she was like not like you to wear makeup. I'm not a person who likes to wear makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, "What's going on? Like, mm. why are you all dressed up? Is it because of that guy?" And I was like, as soon as she said, "Is it because of that hot guy?" I just broke down. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then she, my friend was ex-military. She went ballistic. She was like, "I will f him up and whatever. You know what? I'm going home with you tonight. I'm going to show him." that you don't touch a woman. And I was just like he's not worth it. He was calling me and messaging me. He's like you're at that placement with that guy. I'm coming to get you. He came to my workplace. And I was like and that night he had told me that he was going to see one of his female friends to help her with something. Mm. Before the whole thing happened. and I didn't respond to him I just said to him just say you're going to your girlfriend and leave it at that mm. it's not like me and you with anything so it doesn't matter and so when he came I was like don't you have somewhere to be because he came and he was outside and he came and was like you know obviously they're like there's someone for you outside um I went and I spoke to him I was like don't you have any somewhere to be anyways And he was like, "No, I'm not going there." And I was like, "But it's important for you to go there. You need to be there. That's where you need to be." And he was pleading and, you know, saying his sorries and everything. And I'm and then I was like, "You know what? I just stormed off because I was getting agitated and in a lot of my feelings." Mm. So I left. I'm going back in and then This guy is now coming out. 
So placement guy, we'll call him placement guy, he was coming out as I was going in. And then he saw, they saw, they made eye contact. Mm. And he saw that, oh boy, this guy is her type. Tall, got his career going for him. So obviously he felt quite threatened. Mm. And he was like, I bet that's the guy. He sent me a message like, so is that the guy then? Because the guy obviously, he saw me, I was upset. And he tried to talk to me. And I like, you know, when you don't want to make it to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when the two of them made eye contact. The guy later on came to me and was like, wait, was that the guy that you were talking about? I was like, yeah. And um, fast forward, so that same day, I called my aunt and I told her what happened. And she was like, she was going to talk to him. And I was like, okay, cool. But me, I'm not going home. So my friend was like, you know what? You can come and stay at mine. Um, the guy was like, if you want, you can also come and stay at mine. And I was like, mm, that's not a good idea, is it? But, 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 but hang on a sec, Kanye. You live in an economy where you got support. Mm-hmm. In the form of first respondents, in the form of police. Mm-hmm. Why weren't those your first port of call? Did you think about them when all of this was happening? I thought about them, but I'm a person where, like, I think I was so into him, I didn't want to see him. As much as I was hurting, I didn't want to see him go to prison because if that was to get reported, he was going straight to prison. There wasn't any warning or like anything on your dbs or nothing like that it was straight up prison but this is a guy who's prepared to see you in a casket i know that's why that's what makes it even worse for me now that i look back at it because i feel like a complete and utter idiot so i wouldn't go as far as looking like an idiot or saying something that is so final to be honest, I, I was I did behave like an complete and utter idiot something, at that time. Something was going on with you, and I know we've we've spoken about how mm. you were so in love that you didn't see all of this stuff. Mm. But if even in your own words you say you got to the point where you said, "Just finish me off," you are prepared to just die, mm-hmm. right? You got to the point where you're like, "Okay, you don't care enough. Just just yeah. finish me off." So how do you get to your lowest point ever where death seems like a good option? Mm -hmm. And getting help from police is not a good option. I felt like because of where I was in life and I felt like I was already having problems with social services because um, my daughter had said, oh, because she had reported at school that he was shouting at me. So this is on a separate occasion. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I was now scared also for my daughter to lose my daughter. Because that was something that was going to happen if they found out. out. There's so much to unpack. I I hate to do this, but I'm going to stop here. 
because I, I find I'm overly conscious about the time, but sitting here looking at you and also realizing this is not fair to rush. Yeah. And, and for the benefit of not only myself and people listening, for your own benefit as well, just to sit down and talk to someone about this. Yeah. I would do you grave injustice if I rushed you. So I have to stop this here. Okay. And allow us to have another conversation to move this forward. Because bear in mind, we are now at the point where you're not even, well, you're married culturally. Yeah. But you haven't even had your white wedding. No. And you've had two really, really dangerous situations with a man, right? And bodily harm. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with uh, infidelity. Yeah. Right? You're dealing with, in what my opinion is, a lie of a desire to be with you as a lifelong partner. That's a complete lie. It's bullshit. He really doesn't want this because if you want something badly enough, you treat it the right way. Yeah. And that's what's not happening here. So please allow me to move this a week further and let's have another chat about this okay. because I feel there's still so much to unpack. Yeah. You know, you didn't tell me about your uncle and his sister for nothing. There's more at play. Bear in mind, you still haven't told me about the time where you went and you saw her and she invoked an emotion in you that no other people would mm. do. We kind of skimmed over that, but something yeah. tells me it has a bigger part to play than we've allowed to yeah. in this episode. So there's that element to visit. Um, so you guys listening to this episode, you're going to have to bear with me a week. Um, I know coffees would be great to bring this forward early, but I need the time to actually record this and delve deeper. Yeah. I remember when you said to me, Tinto, my story is going to require a number <laughs> of hours. I thought you were joking because I thought we could condense this and... And 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 I, I actually owe you an apology and say I'm I'm sorry for not believing you, but yo, these waters are running way too deep for me. Yeah. So for those who've been listening again to this episode of the Feeling Station, we have to cut this early just because we don't have sufficient time. We're not going to run through the lessons again because we want to have the full picture before we give the breakdown. So please be patient and be kind and supportive, and I will catch you in next weekend's episode. I'm your host Tinto, and hold tight for this one. Rudoi motoru noto kujiziru amai Kujiziru amai, love is a fire Rudoi motoru noto kujiziru amai All up in my feelings, I'm all up in my feelings, yeah